Star Wars 7x7 episode 2868. So I'm not going to be spoiling plot details about the business on Cato Pneumonia that makes up the bulk of Mike Chen's new novel, Brotherhood. However, I am going to dive into some things that I think are particularly interesting and worth pursuing, and one of them has to do with the fact that we have now again been teased with a certain story, and I gotta say, <laughs> I want that story, and I will explain. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, as I said at the top, we are in spoiler territory, but I'm not spoiling major plot points or anything like that. I'm spoiling, I guess, in this particular case, getting into the depth of character examination for Obi-Wan Kenobi in this particular episode. And the story that they keep teasing that <laughs> I'm saying, just tell us the story, is the story of Obi-Wan and Satine and their year plus on the run. Now, the thumbnail background for it even happening in the first place is that there was a civil war breaking out between traditional Mandalorians, the warrior Mandalorians, and the new Mandalorians, the pacifists, and Satine had risen to leadership of the new Mandalorians. The traditionalists sent bounty hunters after her, and because at the time the Galactic Republic had trees in place with the Mandalorians, they sent Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi to help her, and Qui-Gon, in his infinite wisdom, said, well, the only way we can really protect her is to take her off world. And so they disappeared and were on the run for a year or more. And during that time of you know intense, close engagement with each other, they started developing feelings for each other, Obi-Wan and Satine did. And I swear to you, I am about to lose my mind because I did go looking for the specific reference because I know this has been put in a novel or a short story someplace, like the original mention of this, and I cannot seem to find it. Wikipedia is only listing something about a helmet collection for most of the references to this time when they were on the run together. I know I'm missing something else, but yeah, if you happen to know what novel or short story it was mentioned in, then by all means, let me know. But moving on from that, there's a storyline in The Clone Wars, in Season 3, I believe it is, where Obi-Wan and Satine are back together again, and we find out just how you know, deep the attachment is between the two, to the point where Obi-Wan says that if Satine had asked him to leave the Jedi Order for her, that he would have done it. And now it's been brought up again by Mike Chen in Brotherhood and in multiple instances. So one of the things that I mentioned yesterday is the fact that Dexter Jetster... Oh, and by the way, Department of Corrections notified me. I said, Jex, I said Dexter Jetsetter, and it's Dexter Jetster. <laughs> so there you go. Sorry about that. Um, Dexter meets up with Obi-Wan as part of the early portion of the novel, and apparently Dexter knows about the business with Satine in the first place because they are talking about neutrality in the Clone Wars and 
Satine has already talked about being neutral in the Clone Wars, that the Mandalorians are going to be neutral in this whole situation and are inviting other people to be neutral with them. And so Dex actually kind of gives Obi-Wan a bit of a ribbing and says, you know, oh, you know, somebody who dresses better than you, striking eyes, Mandalorian royalty, used to call you Ben for some reason. And Obi-Wan says that he's not going to give Dex the satisfaction <laughs> of saying her name out loud. So already early Early on in the novel, we get mentions of Satine and of that backstory. And then later on, Dex fours Obi-Wan a holonet news story where Satine appears in the story and Obi-Wan seeing her hologram. This is the line from the book. It says, he rarely saw Satine's face before his eyes and doing so triggered a wave of emotions he recognized, the urge to dream of a different life, a different galaxy. And he continues this thread later on in the novel when he sees her in another broadcast and wonders, had they run off together, had he left the Jedi Order and she chosen a completely different life, what impact would they have had in the galaxy? And now, because they grew past their feelings and trusted in their paths, she led Mandalore in bold new directions while he sat newly appointed in the rarefied air of the Jedi Council. And I find that one to be consistent with the business from season three of The Clone Wars with Obi-Wan saying, if only you'd asked me to leave the Jedi Order, I would have, instead of him just saying, I love you, I'm gonna leave the Jedi Order, I wanna be with you, right? Like, don't put it on her. And in that statement, you know, the idea of him saying, oh, well, I could have left the Jedi Order and she could have done something different. Who's to say she had to do anything different? There's a moment in there about how even when they were on the run together, she was talking so passionately about her dreams and aspirations and ambitions for a peaceful Mandalore. There's no reason why she would have had to stop doing what she was doing, like he was the one in the monastic Jedi Order. He's the only one who couldn't have you know, been with her because of the rules in his situation. And I find that particularly frustrating about Obi-Wan's character, but I will say that I think Mike Chen is consistent with his portrayal there as Kenobi has been portrayed in the Clone Wars previously. So yeah, kudos to Mike Chen on that. And I just gotta say, I want that story. I want that story of them on the run. So whoever may be listening at Lucasfilm at Del Rey, wherever, give us that story, please. I know there are a lot of people, not just me, who would love to get that story. All right, so that's what I've got for you in today's episode. Oh, I will say, too, that, you know, Obi-Wan reflecting on Satine, it gives him a basis potentially to look at Anakin and Padme. And yes, as we've seen over the years, Obi-Wan does have a sense from time to time that, you know, something is unusual about Anakin and the way he feels about Padme. He doesn't necessarily get the whole gist of everything until much further down the road. But yeah, that is also a part of this story, too. And so that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.